Hello champions, welcome. I'm Minister, I'm Pastor Sandy and this is Minister Jaylene and we're so happy to have you with us. We're so excited about being able to have this time with you of prayer and to talk about the word. It's so exciting to grow in the things of God. I mean, because it takes all the limits out of the way. Aren't you excited about that, Ms. I am, I am. If you want to live a life without limits, I mean, it starts with the Word of God. It starts with faith in the Word of God. Praise God. So um, today we're talking about rooting the Word of God into our lives. And, you know, faith that is strong has got roots developed. You know, it's not enough just to have head knowledge and just to hear a promise or you hear somebody say, well, you know, God did this for me, and then you just take off running, you know, based upon that. But the word has got to be rooted in your life um, to where it's, it's when we say rooted, it actually means that it's, it's changing the way you think. It's changing your reactions. It's changing your responses. It changes your vision. It changes how you see yourself, and even most importantly, how you see others. And so that's why the prayer guide, and I want to bring this up and put a plug in for the prayer guide, <laughs> but that's what's so special about this prayer guide, because um, the first um, 36 pages of it is based upon helping you to be rooted and grounded in the Word of God, of, and, and it's about you being rooted in who God has made you. Amen. You know, because one of the, the hardest things to overcome is condemnation, you know, when you the enemy comes at you if you fail, fall and you sin, you make a mistake, and then he comes at you hard of why all the reasons why your prayers aren't going to be answered, why this isn't going to work this time. But, um, you know, but when you have the word rooted in your heart, I mean, you, you, even if you do fail, I mean, you will magnify the blood of Jesus. You will magnify the fact that God has already forgiven you for sin. You know, another thing, too, is being seated at God's right hand, which is so huge because we as Christians are called to reign and rule over the earth. Now, so many people say, well, I'm, I pray all the time. I pray, pray, pray. I'm praying all the time, but, you know, I just don't understand this still happened. Well, you know, a lot of times people are praying. They're not, prayer, they're not praying prayers of faith, but they're praying prayers of desperation. They're praying prayers of fear or prayers of unbelief or they think if they just keep asking, you know, then asking and God's going to do something. That's so much different than, than praying the prayer of faith, the prayer of confidence. You know, there's a time where, with all of us where when we take our stand, where we have to be fully grounded and rooted in that scripture, whatever that scripture is that you're believing God for, when the enemy comes to try to rise his head up and you say, you know what, devil, I've told you the way it is. Now, I'm not going to tell you again. Get out of my face. Bow your knee to the name of Jesus rather than going back into that fearful repetition and thinking, you know, so many people are just crying out in, in, in prayers of desperation. But again, the Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please him. And that's why the, the first 36 pages of this book will help take you there. It will root the word in your heart. Where, and the more you do it, like you're, you're, you're praying it and then you're going back over, watering, watering, just renewing your mind. And it's something, about, again, about you hearing yourself saying it. You know, consistency. 
the, those same scriptures just building you up stronger and stronger with even a more confidence, more boldness, so that you can take that stand and it'll be like second nature to you. Devil, I told you the way it is. You are out of here. And you're standing firm. You're not having to pray again and cry out to God. God, where are you? This isn't working. God, God, God. You know, he says reign. You know, the, the voice of a ruler is much more powerful than the voice of a slave. And so God has called us to have reigning power over this earth. But that, that reigning power has got to be cultivated in us. So that's the reason why. As, we're, as we go through these, and, we, and we've been going through these first pages and since we started this prayer time, um, or these sessions, and then we begin to pray for other things because it, it's something about having your faith engaged, having your faith ready so when you pray, you can pray in confidence, you can pray in boldness. You know, Jalen, I remember when you had said that you were, you were praying in the first, the first pages and you... What stood out to you is that you were living your life as a God, as a child, loving well, God. Which you, God. Would you would talk yeah. about that a little bit? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, before I would just pray, but you just, sometimes when you just keep hearing, it's kind of like you're feeding your faith. So I was feeding my faith by saying these prayers. And at one time it did came to me like a revelation, like I am living my life as a child, as a son. How do you live by life, your life? You know, knowing that, just getting that revelation that God is your Father God, my Father God, and that He loves me, and that what I'm going through during the day, I can always go to Him. I can always run to Him if I need help. I need wisdom. How do I do this? And He's always there for me. Yes. And I'm like, okay, well, that is, that's so true. Because it makes sense. I am living my life as like His son, like any son or any daughter would when they go to their father God or when they go to their parents mom I need this mom can I get this exactly. mom can I have that and it's like it may not happen like that moment that I asked because everything is works by his timing but just that revelation that he loves me that I am living my life like as his child right here exactly. on earth here on earth now what did that do to your faith the more you started hearing that didn't it begin to change your faith? It really did. Um, it boosted my faith. It gave me so much confidence that, hey, this is so true. What I'm saying about about me, about God, it's it's really true, and this is true. So, you know, it really did boost my faith. You know, and just having that that revelation, like, wow, God does love me because all these things that I've asked for. Or like the emergency stuff, like it all—he's always there for me. Yes. You know, I don't go to him. You know, I don't go to any. I don't get loans anymore. Thank God. I'm so done from getting loans. Praise God for that. And I just yes. praise God so much for that because I always, you know, I was always prioritize my giving. I always tithe, gave my tithe and offerings. Yes. Because it's important. Yeah. And I know the difference. I notice the difference when I don't do that because it's. You know, when I honor God, all these blessings follow me. Yes, exactly. So exactly. So, and you know, I was thinking about while you were talking about that, your testimony about your car, when they had told you it was going to be $1,600, they told it was going to be $1,600 to get her car repaired. To get my AC. Right, her AC fix. But then that was from that confidence that when you spoke and you told your brother, we're not going to pay more than what amount did you say? 
So it was that day when my brother said, you know, um, when I, I'll drop you off to work and then I'll take this to the shop. So I'm standing at the counter, the kitchen counter, and I, it just rose up within me. I said, I declare that in Jesus' name, we will not pay more than $400 to get this AC fixed. So during that day, my brother was texting me back and forth, and then when he picked me up back to work, the AC was working, you know, because normally it doesn't blow um, cool air when the car is parked. So I would always have to pray that the green lights, traffic oh, yeah. lights stay green, stay so, green so, you know, so it doesn't have to stop blowing cool air. And so I looked at my brother and I was like, wow, praise God, um, the AC is working. He goes, yeah, it was just a fan. It was an easy fix. It was, I said, well, how much did you pay for him? And my brother goes, $350 including labor. That's awesome. And what had you told him before? And you told him before he went. I said, yes. And I said, praise God, June, the, the word works. I said, just having that confidence, you know. Yes. Because the thing was, I didn't say it to where I hope it works. Maybe God, God can hear me. You know, I just said it in boldness that what I had stated, God, so I saw the end results. The end results was, it's already done. It's yes. a done deal. Praise God. So having to keep my faith, I didn't waver or I wonder if God, you know, would honor that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about God's time. So praise God. Yes. Just that confidence that that was a need and that's what I wanted. Like, it's a need. It, it needs to be fixed. I need to stay cool because it's over 100 degrees. And God saw that um, confidence in me that I trusted. Yes. I leaned and I relied on him. And you relied on him. And his work. Yes. You know, and, and I was reminded too, Gloria Copeland had made a statement. And she said that, that when faith boils over, then that's when the supernatural happens. When faith boils over, then that's when the supernatural happens. And that's the reason why we keep feeding our faith. We've been talking about being fully persuaded, uh, having faith that's fully persuaded. When that faith is, when, when your faith is fully persuaded, your, your natural mind, your soul, and your flesh are all under the control of your spirit and it's all in alignment so that it's all accommodating your faith and it's boiling over and you are you are making contact with God's supernatural power and you know so often now even for myself and you know many years back before I really had understanding of the word I would go and pray and ask go in the prayer line or ask God for for something but then all when I left that prayer line or when I you know got done praying I would go back and I would just be acting, you know, living without giving any evidence that I had received what I what I had asked for. And then I'm talking about it, talking, you know, the, all the negative things and saying the, the doubtful things or talking the circumstances. And guess what? I, I didn't see those answers come to pass. But faith is a way of life. It's not just a one-time thing. It's just or not just a, you know, just use the one time for a miracle or, or beg God. I remember this one time when, this I was I was very young, and um, I was still like in, in grade school, and something had happened, somebody had really hurt my feelings, and I remember just crying and crying and crying, and I was just crying, you know. And um, so I, from that crying, what, uh, what, when I was crying, I was up in my room, and the person involved called me and apologized, and said, I'm so sorry, you know, all that. 
So you know what the devil told me from now on, if you cry and cry and cry, then God's going to answer your prayers. <laughs> and I found out that it doesn't work that way. <laughs> but many people feel that way. They think if they cry and cry and cry and cry, you know, then God's going to answer their prayers. And, you know, even though it was the mercy of God, because, you know, one thing that we can see is that when, when we are young, when we're babies, you know, you first get born again, and you, God's mercy is there for for all of us and for you. When you just get born again, you have that got the church. You know, that's why it's so important to be a part of the church because you have the church members carrying you. You know, they're praying for you. And so God can just show mercy to, to you. But there comes a time where you've got to grow up. We've got to grow up and we've got to understand how to operate as a king in the kingdom. Amen. <laughs> how to reign by faith in the kingdom. Yeah. And uh, so, and some people, they just want to go by, well, you know, when I was, you know, when I was a child, you know, I remember God always answered my prayers and they, they want to always reflect back and live back in those days. But guess what? There comes a time where God says, you know, if that was my mercy upon you, now it's time for you to grow up. And that's one thing that this prayer guide is designed to do. It's designed to help you go through those important key scriptures that will help you to grow up, that will help your faith come to the fullness of just that confidence and the fullness of the conviction that you are a king and that you reign in life. Praise God. So anyway, we wanted to talk about that. We're going to be praying more from our from the prayer guide today, but I wanted to have you go with me, if you can, over to Mark chapter 4, because I wanted to read... A scripture uh, to you, Mark chapter 4, and um, we're talking about having the word be rooted in our heart. And the word root means um, that, in the Webster's dictionary, it, means, it says a part of the body of a plant that develops, typically from the, rap the radical and grows downward into the soil, anchoring the plant and absorbing nutriment and moisture. So when we're talking about the word being rooted within our lives, then it's the anchor. It is going, you know, just down in our spirit. It's just growing and becoming stronger and stronger and stronger. And because that root's there, when, when things want to get out of whack, when, <laughs> when our mind will and emotions start wanting to look at what's going on around us. You know, there's been times in my life where I could start looking, because I'm human just like everybody else. I mean, I, I have this flesh that I'm living in. I'm a spirit, but I, I have a soul and I live in this body. <laughs> but the enemy will start, you know, look at this. And I'll look at it and my spirit will say, don't you say it. Don't you say it. And praise God, I'll keep my mouth closed and I won't say it. But that's because that root is there. I remember um, there's a root, praise God, that's formed there about the love of God that I, had to, <laughs> that I had to cultivate. And that came from praying the love scriptures three times a day because I had such a terrible temper. And because <laughs> <I think> we <laughs> all were in that situation. Yes, praise God. But I've started to pray the word three times a day. And so now, praise God, it's, it's, yeah, it's that root is is developing so now you know when I want to get offended when my emotions want to get offended when my flesh wants to rise up my spirit will constrain my flesh the love of God will say no don't you say it 
cast it down. It doesn't mean anything. You got God. And I start, my spirit starts talking to me, talking to my flesh. Calm down. Don't you say it. Don't you get out of faith. It's going to cost you more. Don't, it's not even worth it. They can't touch you. They can't harm you. Right? Mm -hmm. Amen. And, and you, I know you had the same thing happen, Miss Jane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so, so in order for us to have this life full of God's glory, we've got to have a heart full of the Word of God. Full of roots, amen, in the word of God. So let me read this to you in the Amplified by Mark chapter 4 and in verse 1. It says, again, Jesus began to teach beside the lake and a very great crowd gathered about him so that he got into a ship in order to sit in it on the sea and the whole crowd was at the lakeside on the shore. And he taught them many things and parables, illustrations and comparisons, put aside truths to explain them. And in his teaching, he said to them, give attention to this. Behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he was sowing, some seed fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed on the same kind fell on the ground full of rocks where it had no soil. And at once it sprang up because it had no depth of soil. And when the sun came up, it was scorched. And because it had no taken, it had not taken root, it withered away. Other seed of the same kind fell among thorns, plants, and the thistles grew and pressed together and ugly choked and suffocated it, and it yielded no rain. And other seed of the same kind fell into the ground, well-adapted soil, and brought forth grain, growing up and increasing and yielding up a 30 times as much and 60 times as much and even 100 times as much as it had, as had been sown. And he said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Let him consider and comprehend. And as soon as he was, as he was alone, those who were around him with the 12 apostles began to speak to him about the parables. So here Jesus is talking about basically what happens, the, the, the different things that can happen as we begin to take the word into our lives. You know, the first thing is that, you know, and I always reference this as a person in, in the church service and the words being, being uh, delivered, and they're sitting there thinking about their lunch, and so... <laughs> that word doesn't even take root in our heart. The enemy comes, comes immediately and swoops away, and they don't even realize that it was even there because they didn't even hear it. And then the other is here about the seed that's sown um, on, the, um, on the ground. Did you want to say something? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Let me just elaborate on that. So, you know, Bethsaida is reading this scripture. So in other words, when you're in service and you're there, you know, because sometimes when we come to church, um, the service this morning, Pastor Sandy is teaching about the Word of God. So you're listening to sermon. So you're there, but you're reading your scriptures, but yet your mind is thinking, what should I eat for lunch? What should I, you know, exactly. So when your mind starts wandering away from the message, that's exactly what Pastor Sandy is saying, that the enemy just comes and steals that word immediately because, you know, you're, you're there. The anointing is there. You're there. And yet your heart, you're trying to follow, but at the same time, your flesh is, your flesh is there, but your mind is wandering away with your flesh, you know, and yet your spirit man is trying to listen because 
hey, there's an anointing in this message. I need you to stick to this message. Mm -hmm. I need you to listen to the whole message because I have something for you. But you're there and yet you're thinking about food. You're thinking about, oh, I got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so you're, your mind is drifted away. So Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, and you know, um, we have to even train, like you said that too, because we have to even train ourselves yeah. to develop a capacity to hear and receive the word, yes. you know. And, and you know, when I'm listening, like I just, you know, went down to uh, Brother Copeland's uh, Living Victory, 10 hours of the word. But you know what happens is that you get so that word it's like you're feasting you know right Jeremy? it's like you're eating so you know and when you're you're hearing you're, you're hearing the word day. you're having a buffet and then you're, you're the holy ghost starts to talk to you about the word and you start seeing areas where it can uh, apply it's getting rid of doubts and fears that have been there exposing those things and so it's like a, a communication where you're not missing it because you're like interacting with it. You're interacting, your spirit is. Your right. your spirit is taking it and so there's an interaction going. So the enemy can't just steal it from you. Right. Even though he may still try, but you're not gonna let it go. I mean, you're gonna, right. you know. Well, what helps me too, you know, even driving here over mm -hmm. Tuesday for prayer, I would always, you know, pray, pray in the spirit, lifting up today's prayer. And, you know, just ask God to open up my ears and my understanding that, yes. you know, when I'm here, while you're sharing this scripture, he's, you know, showing me stuff that way. I'm not just running in here and getting all flustered and, you know, just be sensitive. And yes. it's the same thing like Sunday service once before I go to church. Holy Spirit, I need your help because I can't, you know, when you're tired, it's hard for you to focus. Right. But it really does help when you're asking the Holy Spirit to help you. And I notice a difference when I do that yes you know when before I come to church and even at the church I'm still thinking about the message right even during the week I'm still thinking about that message right you know, and I'm like man I didn't record that but you know I still that I'm still pondering on that message because I asked the Holy Spirit to help me right help me listen to the words that I'm not, I don't miss anything yeah if I did miss something that you will Reveal to me. That's you know, right. Or, you know, sh um, show it to me. Show me what I had missed. That way, you don't want to leave out the whole piece of pie of that anointing. That's right. That's really good. I'm going to just that. That's really good. You know, because because the word is alive, and so and and during church, you're actually you're putting your body on you. You're putting your mind on well, and emotions on you, and you're. You're actually connecting with your spirit, yes. and then and then that's how the revelation comes when you're yes. in service because you're you're listening to your spirit. Your yes. spirit's taking that word, the Holy Spirit combined, and then you begin to see. And revelation comes. You begin yeah. to see visions. You know, you see more and more truth. So it's like a living experience of supernatural. Yes. And some people, you know, they come to church and their service is only well. I can't sit more than thirty minutes. You know, and then during the 30 minutes, you know, they're thinking about, I'd be so glad to get out of here, you know, just, and they may get one or two yeah. words, but then they're missing out on they that really supernatural. Are. And, you know, when we, when we talk about this, you know, your faith is of your spirit. So if you're going to have mountain faith, if you're going to have a, a mega harvest faith, you know, the faith that will produce the mega harvest, then you got to get used to living and hearing your spirit and listening to your spirit and going by what's in your right. spirit. And you actually cultivate that when you're sitting in the long service. Mm -hmm. You know, or you're, even if it's just an hour, an hour and a half, but you're making yourself stay focused, you're making yourself take this word, you're thinking, you're hearing your spirit 
ex, you know, expand on it. Get connected. Yeah, you're getting connected. Yeah, get Praise connected God. and stay connected. You know, it's just, it helps me. It's been helping me so yes. much to where it's building my faith and learning how to lean. Yes. Learning how to ask. That's right. Because everything has already been given, and God just wants us to go to Him for everything. That's right. Just like with that phone call I got yesterday from work where our delivery department asked me to call my customer and tell him that his order was going to be canceled today because uh, one of the um, one of the product that I sold to him was not did, didn't get transferred for mm -hmm. some reason. I didn't I failed to see that. So I just kind of like waited around. I didn't just go, hey, I just want to say I'm sorry, you guys. You know, I kind of waited around and I was like, Holy Spirit, can you help me? Yes. Like help me to tell my customer the right words. And I pray that he, he would have an understanding. Mm -hmm. That you would touch his heart with compassion and understanding. Right. And I just took authority over that angry spirit. Praise God. And I sat, sat around at home and I was like, I need it. So, you know, I went on my laptop to pull up my email. Mm -hmm. Pull up my email, and so I called, and I was like, oh, praise God. I called my customer, and I said, I apologize to him. Um, I just want to apologize to you. Um, I didn't realize that I failed to see that one of the products that I wrote up for you didn't get transferred, you know, from this warehouse to the other warehouse. So it's going to be pushed back, you know, whatever mm -hmm. days. Right. And he was like, oh, it did? I said, yes, I apologize. I didn't see that. You know, mm -hmm. I failed to see that. And he was like, okay. I said, I will call you to reschedule once we get that transferred from a different warehouse. And then, you know, I gave him another, uh, you know, option to work. Also, to see if I can get my manager to take off like $25 off of your, mm -hmm. you know, for the inconvenience. He was right. like, oh, yeah, that would be great. Right. I was like, thank you so much. Thank you Praise so much for your God. understanding. And I just hung up the phone and I was like. Well, see, and you did the right thing because you took authority over the other. Yes, you, get, yes. you dealt with it in the spirit first before you responded in the natural, yes. which is which is so important for us and, and cultivating our mega harvest. I mean, we yes. the spirit is always first because we don't fight against flesh and blood, you know, and we have to remember that. You know, our flesh wants to rise up and our mind and emotions wants to rise up. But we fight against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and the spiritual host of wickedness in high places. God says stand and doing all those things. So, but she did the right thing. Yeah. So the more that, that the word is rooted within us, the more we're going to always be, you know, again, what is my spirit saying? What's, what impression is coming from my spirit? Letting the Holy Spirit lead you. You know, so you know exactly what to do. And I was beating myself up, like, before I called, and I was like, you know, great, how did I not see that? That's what happens, and I was like, okay, he's going to get mad, maybe I should call this time, because there won't be any manager available. I'm like, you know, shut up. Shut up, Mike. That's right. Just shut, you know, be quiet. I just cast down these thoughts and imagination, mm -hmm. and I open up myself to you, Holy Spirit. I yes. call upon you, and I ask you to help me. To help me. Give me the stop. right words. And so I didn't hear for like in that seconds that I prayed. I just mm -hmm. needed to be quiet. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of like, you know, just kind of sat around like, okay. So I was like, okay, I'm going to call him now. Praise God. You you know, I, I didn't wait for this. Yeah, praise God. I didn't, you know, I didn't hear that voice. Call him now. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think, you know, right. how do you hear from God? I, I can't hear from God. Like, you know, they confuse themselves. Right. 
they want something. something. They're looking for something in the natural. Yeah, something right. that their their soul can relate yes. to their you know mind, will, and emotion. Yeah. You're seeing, you're thinking, you're hearing. Right. Praise God. But praise God for that. You know, and a lot of people would have started saying, it was like they would start got immediately in the flesh, started fussing, oh, I didn't see this, or they would have started going about to say, oh my goodness, I didn't see this, now he's probably going to cancel this order, and blah, 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 and go on, yeah. on, 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 and just giving the devil ammunition that he needs to bring that to pass. But you cut it off. The Holy Ghost led you and showed you exactly what to do. Cut yes. it off. Praise and that's God. because the word is living in your heart. If you didn't yes. have that root system in your heart, from hearing the word. That's why it's important to be in church every week. That's why it's important to hear the word every day, to have that time so that you can operate according to the spirit, praise God, and stay in victory. You just take authority over that spirit of fear. Yes. You know, because sometimes you're like, ugh. Exactly. I don't want to hear from him. Ugh. Yes. Great. Now they're going to think I'm a failure. Great. They, now they're going to think that I'm not good at my job. Yeah. I'm not good. Just those are signs of fear. It is. Just cast fear those down. Yeah, just take authority over it. And that's what I did. Because in my mind, I was like, ugh. You know? That's right. I, like, I just take authority over this. This is a sign of fear. Yes. I said, I take Don't authority over it. That's right. Because you're blessed of the Lord. You're a tither. You're a giver. Exactly. So you have all, you're an exception. You're not going to get, you know, that's another thing, too. We're, we pulled ourselves out of the, the, the um, the responses of the world, or I mean, that's not the right word, or, you know, we're not taking our results based upon someone who doesn't know God and someone who doesn't tithe and someone who doesn't honor God, but we're, our expectation is the blessing. The blessing means exception, it means favor, and uh, grace, unmerited favor, that means that God being good to you even when you don't even deserve it, even when you miss it, even when you mess up and you overlook so you forget something, but God's grace is there. Amen. And right. his unmerited favor. But continuing reading here, it said, so that's the seed that's missed because they're, you know, people are in service or their mind is anxious to think about other point, other things instead of connecting in their spirit and receiving the word. Then it says the other seed of the same kind fell on the ground full of rocks where it had not much soil and at once it sprang up because it had no depth of soil. So now this when I read this, and then let me just finish reading, it says, and when the soil come, came up, it was scorched because it had not taken root, it withered away. So this reminds me of a person that hears about the goodness of God. They're sitting in the service and they, and they hear, you know, what God will do and they'll, they'll hear, you know, this big, big testimony and they've never heard, uh, I mean, they, they, they're, they're not familiar with the word and that's really being taught in that area, but it sounds good in there. It sounds wonderful. I believe that this could happen for me. And so they take it and run with it. But because they don't have the, their heart or the soil is not, there's no depth. There's no, in other words, their, their heart is not ready or it doesn't have the capacity to bring that kind of harvest. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody, say for instance, somebody, uh, that says, okay, I'm going to buy a house and I'm going to buy me a, a uh, you know, a $500,000 home. And they never even bought one house at all. Well, you know, they hear that word and they get excited. Well, God says I can have a home. You know, God's going to give me a home. I want a $500,000 home. But then they don't really have the capacity to bring, to stand. Their, the, the soil of their heart, they don't have the depth of it to take that word and to ride that word and, and to hang on to that word 
to get that kind of house. Now maybe they have enough for $200,000. They can take right. that and they can exercise their faith. Right. So that's what this reminds me of. That person, again, there's not enough depth of the soil. But see, the, the more that we meditate the word, the more that we consistently you know, hear the word, we're hearing, uh, you know, saying what God says about us, then we're making the soil of our heart to become even more rich, more and more so that we can, um, you know, exercise our faith and, and just from one level to the next. That's what God may start you off maybe at an $80,000 home. Then they'll take you to a $200,000, but you're continually growing and growing and growing in what you can believe God for in business and your life. And so, um, so that's what, what this reminds me of. And then it says, other seed of the same kind fell among thorns and thistles grew and pressed together and utterly choked and suffocated it and it yielded no ground. So there's so much unbelief in this person's heart that it wasn't able to bring forth any, any kind of a harvest, praise God. And getting back to the one that hears the word but they're not used to, they're not used to using their faith to cultivate that depth of the soul. Again, if they're meditating the word, guess what? They're, they're, gonna, they're getting their heart, they're expanding their capacity, they're expanding their capacity to be able to receive that word so that when, when the, the negative things happen or the sun, the pressure starts, you know, trying to kill it and destroy that plant, it, it won't be able to do it. And I, I remember some people that would come and they'd hear the word, you know, they get so excited about God. Oh, I just love God. I'm so excited about them. But then because of offenses that come or maybe they don't get that result right away, they don't realize they have to stand. They don't realize it's not going to happen overnight. I know the people say, I'm going to try tithing. I'm going to try tithing. Okay, I'm going to tithe one time. But, you know, if you're a tither, you know, you can't not try, just try tithing. I mean, you've got to do it because you have an enemy that will try to, Hinder it, and so many people get offended and they think, Well, that tithing stuff doesn't work, you know. And I need my money, I'm not going to give it to no church or no pastor, you know. Or, you know, and they yeah, stop. that's because they're operating in the flesh and their five senses, so yes. they don't, their natural mind just wants to see the see it in front of them, you know. Mm -hmm. They want to see the results right then, but being, you know, being born again, everything we operate by the supernatural. Yes. Above the norm. That's beyond the norm. So we're to operate in the spirit and not in the five natural senses. Yes. Exactly. They, don't, they don't understand that. You know, they don't people, understand that. They don't understand that. Like they they put on a jacket with the word of God like a jacket. Yes. And then they go, okay, well, I don't see the results. So let me take it back off. Yes. You know? Exactly. And just kind of leave it on the shelf there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they don't realize that their answer is already on its way. It's <laughs> right. It's already, as soon as yeah. they prayed, that prayer of faith, as soon as that prayer of faith went, praise God, it, it was done. So, um, so anyway, and then it says here, um, then uh, verse 8, it says, And the other seed of the same kind fell into ground, to good, excuse me, well-adapted soil, and brought forth again, growing up and increasing, yielding up to 30 times as much, and 60 times as much, and even 100 times as much as, as had been sown. So that's basically the process, or it tells about the, the different levels of, um, of sowing the word in our hearts. So we know that the kingdom of God is on the inside of us, and that's bringing forth a harvest of, uh, means of, a lot of us exercising, yeah. you know, growing in this and, and letting the soil of our heart be rich and fertile, and, you know, that we learn, you know, not to be 
uh, you know, not to let just anything come of our mouth, out of our mouth. We, we, we learn not to totally destroy our harvest or destroy our faith by the things that we say. We learn to just keep walking in love and, and not yielding to offense. We learn to keep saying the word. You know, I can't tell you how important it is for us to confess the word three times a day. Confess what we believe that we have received three times a day. Because it's going to bring it to manifestation so much quicker than if we just do it one time, you know, and then just, you know, look at the natural. We have to guard what we're going to see, what we're going to allow ourselves to see. Praise God. Let me just read to you. I'm going to jump down here and just read the actual um, meaning of, uh, of what happens when we sow the word and the different levels of, of what happens with the word when it gets goes forth, whether it gets sowed into the person's heart and stayed. Verse 14, it says, the sower shows the word. The one along, the ones along the path are those who have the word sown in their hearts, but when they hear, Satan comes at once and by force takes away the message which is sown in them. And the same way are the ones sown into stony ground as those who when they hear the word at once receive and accept and welcome it with joy. And when they and they have no real root in themselves, and so they endure for a little while. Then when perse persecution arises on account of the word, they immediately are offended, become displeased, indignant, resentful, and they stumble and fall away. And that happens so often with people. And then 18, it says, and the ones sown among the thorns are those who hear the word, then the cares and anxieties of the world, the distractions of the age, and the craving and passionate desires of other things creep in and choke and suffocate the word, and it becomes fruitless. And those sown on the ground, well-adapted soil of the ones who hear the word, receive it, accept it, welcome it, and bear fruit. Some 30 times as much it was sown, some 60 times as much, and some even 100 times as much. And he said to them, is the lamp brought? to be put under the under the peck measure or under a bed and not to be put on the lampstand. Things are hidden temporarily only as a means of to revelation. For there is nothing hidden except to be revealed, nor is anything temporarily kept secret except in order that it may be made known. Praise God. So anyway, I'm going to stop there uh, so we can go ahead and pray. But that's the reason why we've got to aim toward letting the word become rooted in our lives. Um, you know, praise God and the benefits, hundredfold harvest. That's what I want, hundredfold harvest. Lord, thank you for the hundredfold harvest. Amen, because then you're just going to climb higher and higher and higher. You know, God's plan for our life. We haven't even begun. The scripture says we have not even begun to see what he has prepared for us. We have not even begun to see it. We look around our everyday lives and we think that we know, you know, we see all that we can do, all we can achieve. We have not begun to see what God has prepared for us because we love him. Yeah. And the only way we're going to see it is by faith. Praise God. Praise, Praise God. So we're going we're gonna to start praying. Jamie's going to start leading us in prayer. And we're going to just stop on certain sections. And the third guy here is, is the Lord leads. And then just begin to pray. And if you're praying with us, um, I really believe that the Holy Spirit is going to begin to do an exercise with you as we as we begin to pray and we and say the um, the word that that's written in here. We're going to pray in the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit just begin to root the word in your heart, and and you'll start seeing 
a vision of who you are. You start, even as you're praying in tongues, I love praying in tongues and just reflecting on the word. It's kind of like sauteing the word <laughs> over your heart, over your mind, you know, so you can grow. So, Father God, we thank you right now. Praise God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you so much, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We ask you to forgive yes, us of our Lord. sins, any mistakes, and trespasses. Thank you, Father. We confess Jesus. every sin and receive the mercy and the atonement of the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father. That has purged away every sin and its penalties from our lives. Yes, Father. We receive the secure party from the penalties of sin on our lives. So the blessing of the Lord now rests on us forever. Thank you, Father. We seek the protection of the blood of Jesus over our lives, our families, our homes, and every inch of our property. We decree the bloodline over every door and window of our homes and declare, no evil can cross that bloodline in the name of Jesus. We receive the liberty to hear your voice and walk with you forever. Today we are sensitive to your voice. And every decision we make is in agreement with you. We are conscious and sensitive to the righteousness you have given us. The blessing of the Lord is now governing and abundantly increasing everything we do without any hindrances. No good thing is delayed, stolen, or being withheld from us in the name of Jesus. This includes our ministry, business, all the works of our hands, our relationships, every business appointment, every decision made about us, and every decision that we make. The curse has no place anywhere in our lives, bodies, families, business ventures, or finances. Thank you, By the protection of the blood of Jesus, everything is secure here on earth as it is in heaven, in the name of Jesus. So let's just, I'm just begin to pray in the Holy Spirit right now over that. Now that's a, we're, we're praying right now over the power of the blessing, the blood of Jesus, amen, that's cleansed our life from sin. And now instead of the curse, we receive the blessing. I'm just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost over that. Father, we thank you that the blessing of the Lord is governing and abundantly increasing everything that we do without hindrance. No good thing is delayed, stolen, or withheld from me. In the name of Jesus, the power of the blessing, all the blessing is governing everything in my life, my ministry, my business, the works of my hands, my relationships. Limits all the works of my hands, the blessing of the Lord. Open the must say, governing everything, governing my family, my children, 
all my relatives, the messenger, I go to the boss, the the blood of Jesus covering my family. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we put on the whole arm of God today that we'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We stand therefore with our minds girded about with the truth. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. We shout our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, we take the shield of faith, wherewith we quench all the fire darts of the wicked. We put on the helmet of salvation. We take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, in our mouths. We pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, as we watch with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, in the name of Jesus. Praise the glory God. of the Lord is our rear guard. Thank you, Father. Praise the God. The glory of the Lord is our rear guard. That's right. Yeah, God. And let's just pray over this and let the Holy Spirit begin to work us in our hearts. We stand there for in the name of Jesus. With our loins, girded about with truth. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. God, the devotion of the all rose about her and right standing with you, Father. We have your righteousness, Father. It's a gift. The blood of Jesus has secured it. It can never be taken away from us. In the name of Jesus, we stand with our feet shot in the preparation of the gospel of peace. Every step that we take is in peace. We walk in the peace. That the gospel operating in us, for us, and through us, peace. Above all, we take the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We hold it high. We stand for the word of Yahweh. Every flaming arrow is quenched and, and destroyed in the name of Jesus. Power of the word, the power 
Father, we thank you for giving us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge. I have wisdom and revelation for all that I need to know today. I'm being led by the spirit and all truth and the wisdom of God. Thank you for it, Lord. Yes, the eyes of my understanding, God shall be enlightened. I'm enlightened in the things of God. I'm enlightening everywhere that I go. I'm here, my Lord. I walk in the light. I'm enlightened. And I know the hope of your calling, Father. I see the riches of your glorious inheritance that's within me and in all the saints. All the inheritance. The inheritance of deliverance, the inheritance of prosperity, the inheritance of healing, the of favor. I'm taken over today by the power of the blessing, by the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Oh, Almighty God is showing me the way to do things, the way to, to go. I have the truth, I have the wisdom, I have the light. In the name of Jesus, Father, you're causing me to know the exceeding greatness of your power in me and as a believer, Father. God, oh, the greatness, Father God. In the name of Jesus, according to the working of your mighty power. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We believe in you, Father. Put our faith and trust in you and that you're able and rely on the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and to love others just as you have commanded us to be in the name of Jesus. Yes, Father, in humble faith, we do now take our place in the name of Christ Jesus at your right hand. Teach us how to fulfill the sacred ministry today our ministries in the heavens. Teach us how to exercise the authority which you have entrusted to us. Train us day by day that we may attain to the full stature of the perfect man in Christ so that in us your purpose of the ages is being fulfilled. Today we walk in the spirit where our normal life is reigning in the heavens. So we secure the consciousness that our life is reigning from the heavens. Therefore as they gave me acceptance of that fact, morning by morning, our first act of worship to you, Father, is to take our seat with Christ. And your right hand, Father, we thank you for all that it implies. Today we remind ourselves that we are seated far above all the powers of being. They are in subjection to us. We are not in subjection to them. In the name of Jesus, our faith is learning day by day to use the name and the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are finding the spiritual forces putting obedience in ways that are surprising us. Yes, All the spiritual laws of life are operating for us. And the law of sin and death cannot touch us or our families. In the name of Jesus, we are continuing to abide closely Thank you, in you. Our prayers for the advancement of the kingdom are becoming less and less the utterance of petitions. 
Our prayers for the kingdom are increasing and we are exercising a spiritual authority that recognizes no national boundaries. We are fearlessly binding the forces of darkness in every part of the world. We are a king and priest of you, Father, the Almighty God. We are acting in your authority. There is no authority greater. In the name of Jesus, we decree greater is he who is in than he who is in the world. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Praise God. And let's just let's pray for some certain parts of this right now. Today we remind ourselves that we're seated far above the powers of the earth. They're in subjection to me, and I'm not subjection to them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this seat here, Father God. Thank you. At your right hand, God. Oh, the powers of the air under my feet in the name of Jesus. I'm not subjected to them. They're under my subjection in the name of Jesus. All the spiritual forces of life are operating for me and my family. God's not lost and enough does not touch us. Oh, thank you, Father. Yes, that greater is your power. Greater, oh, are you, Father, that's within me. Then he that's in the world. The greatness of your power, Father. With the greatness of the power of God in me and flowing through me. As I sit here at the right hand of God. In the name of Jesus. It is written in Romans 5, 17 that because of one man's trespass, last of them death reigned through that one. Much more surely because we receive your own human grace and merits of and the free gift of righteousness which has put us into right standing with you. We are reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, in the name of Jesus. Father, you have quickened us when we were dead in trespasses and sins, sins in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the riches of your mercy, because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love which, which you loved us. Your favorite mercy which we did not deserve. We have been saved, delivered from judgment, and made in partaker of Christ's salvation. Even when we were dead, slain by our own shortcomings and trespasses, you made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Christ. You gave us the very life of Christ himself, the same new life with which you quickened him, for it is by grace, your favor and mercy which we did not deserve, that we have been saved, delivered, and made. You made races up together with him and made us sit down together, giving us joint seating with him in the heavenly sphere. By virtue of our being in Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one, 
Father, we go to give glory to your name for Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of our lives, and the king of the earth, unto you who has loved us and washed us from our sins, and his Jesus Christ is all the life. You have made us a king and a priest unto you, God and his Father. To you be the glory and dominion forever. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you. 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 thank you. Oh, Father, we 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 thank you. You told us to reign in this life as a king. So right now we reign over Satan in the kingdom of darkness. This is all for your glory in the name of Jesus. Father, as we sit here at your right hand, we are clothed in the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. We reign over the earth, bringing all things into your divine order and authority. Let the power of your spoken word. We reign and rule over the earth, the nations, our state, our city, and the Blessing, God, causing every seed to yield forth in 
abundant mega harvest into our lives, into our hands. He got it into our ministries. He got it into our ministries. And we dominate over time in the name of Jesus. Oh, we dominate over time. Accelerated harvest, accelerated growth, accelerated increase. The power of the blessing multiplying every God. In the name of Jesus. It is written that we overcome you by the blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony. We decree the blood of Jesus around all the good works that God has ordained for us and our families to walk in. We are born of God and our lives are carefully washed yes. over and protected by Christ's divine presence. We decree the wicked ones cannot and does not and will not make us of us. In the name of Jesus. in the name of Jesus, we bind you in all your kingdoms of darkness from our lives, from our family's lives, and our affairs. We have no part in our lives anywhere. We enforce your defeat and we stand in mastery over you. Master and authority over you. We lose all our inheritance and the fullness of our restoration and great harvest of the earth to come into our hands now. Satan, you will no longer withhold from us. You are beneath our feet and we are now treading over you and over all your power in the name of Jesus. We thank you now. We thank you. We stay taking authority of the enemy, Father God. What we've loosed is loose, Father. We've bound him from our lives and our family, God. Now we go in your strength, Father. We go in your power, Father. Directed by the Holy Ghost. Our mouth is like your mouth, Father. We always speak your word, Father. Angels and ministry spirits, you're doing our bidding. You're with us. You're bearing us up in your hands, but we shall burn the stone. You're bringing forth our harvest. You're bringing forth our increase. We declare that no good thing can be withheld in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Well, praise that we're going to stop there today, but I hope that you got an idea of praying in the Holy Ghost. I hope the Holy Spirit began to just reveal to you because if you'll do this, if you'll read these consistently, you know, the certain sections and pray in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit will take it and begin to write and root the word in your in your heart and praise God, your faith and just being empowered and strengthened. You'll even feel, look differently, you respond differently. You know, that boldness of the faith, amen, that confidence is where we're headed as we begin to do this. And the Holy Spirit is right on board to, to help give us that. Amen, Jesus. Amen, amen Mr. Jaylene. Miss Jaylene, I call her Miss Jaylene. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for being with us today. Again, we still have ship free shipping on Prayer Guide. You can go to PastorSanny.org to order your copy. We also have them um, for download if you want to use it on your phone. We have it in PDF format with the fillable text where you can actually, um, you know, write or type in any information. Those are $15. But, you know, right now, if you want a copy of that, I will... I will um, allow you to have that download for $10, praise God, uh, if you'll, and I will, um, 
I will make, make sure for $10, I'll make sure and change that for you. So, But I encourage you to get your copy and allow, just begin to grow and come into the fullness of maturity of who God has made you to be. Praise God. So thank you so much for joining us today. And we will be here again at the same time next week. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you.